0: You're listening to the ASMRHQ podcast with Wanda and Paula. Hi and welcome to the podcast. Um, I have no idea what podcast number this is because normally that's Wanda's job to keep track of podcast numbers and Wanda's not here. She's actually just heading overseas and In fact, she's probably, yeah, she'd be on the plane now. She would be already on her way. Um, She's heading off to Germany. Um, She'll be doing a stopover in Singapore um, and then on to Frankfurt, I think it is, and then to Berlin. And um, so it's going to be a bit of a long flight, but she's going with her granddaughter, uh, one of her granddaughters. And... Um, some other members of the family as well, some other granddaughters and a daughter are travelling on another plane from Sydney. to, So they're travelling on two different planes but they'll end up there at the same place on the same day. Um, so they're all heading off to attend Wanda's grandson's wedding. So he's getting married in, not Berlin, somewhere near Berlin I would guess. I'm not sure what the place is. But um, yeah, so she's heading off there for a couple weeks, so she'll have some fun. So I thought I'd do a podcast, and I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, maybe the weather. At the moment it's getting cold here, we're heading into winter in Australia, and I know the other half of the world heading into summer. So winter here can vary depending on where you are in the country, so... And still experience summer all year round pretty much in Australia depending on where you go. But where we are it's going to get cold. So yesterday was the first really cold sort of day. That was eight degrees Celsius as the maximum. So it was time to put heaters on and things like that. And today it's a little bit slightly warmer, not by much. But it does feel a bit better. Yesterday, was, it just felt really cold yesterday, but today um, I'm feeling a bit warmer, although during the week they're predicting, um, actually, they're just looking at the temperature now, it's actually only 5 degrees. Oh well, no, hang on, six, 6 degrees. So it is actually colder than yesterday, but for some reason it doesn't feel as cold, maybe because we've had heaters on now and it feels a bit warmer in the house. But um, during the week it's going to get down to, I think it was going to get down to, maybe they've adjusted it. I'm just in my little weather app here. They were predicting minus minus four overnight Celsius for one of the days, but it looks like they've adjusted that, so that's nice. It won't be as cold. Minus two, I think. But um, I think it's the the lowest I've seen here is minus eight. Um, But you know when you start getting down to the minuses, you don't really notice how cold it is because it's just really cold you know, even minus 4, minus 5, minus 6, minus 7, minus 8 and whatever, they all just feel the same, really, really cold, so anyway, but um, yeah, we we do get a bit cold here uh, depending on the winter, but um, hopefully it won't be too cold this winter, although it seems to be building up that way but you can go if you ever want to visit Australia and you come during the winter months, You just, just if you just stick north of Australia, you won't really experience too much cold. I mean, Darwin is pretty much 30, 31, 32 degrees Celsius every day of the year. It pretty much hardly varies. Probably the the minimum temperature varies more, like in in winter, if they call it winter. They don't really call it winter up there, but, you know, it might just get cooler overnight sort of thing. And they get their cardigans out when it gets down to, like, 19 degrees Celsius or something. Whereas we are up here, you know, walk around without any cardigans when it gets down to 10 degrees sort of thing. So, but um, yeah, Darwin Darwin pretty much has two different seasons, the wet and the dry season. So you really don't want to go there during the wet season because it can be quite cold. Uh, That's the opposite of that. It can be quite hot and sticky and wet. So it's not a good time to go. Um, they used to call it, I don't know if they still do, they used to call it tropo season because people would go tropo from the from the heat and the humidity and just awful awful weather. I mean everybody up there now has air conditioning and fans and all that sort of stuff. So it's probably a little easier nowadays. But um, I used to go up there a lot as a, as a kid because one of my brothers, or actually two of them, two of my brothers moved up there. Um, one went up in... I think it might have been 1975, something like that. It was just after the big cyclone there in Darwin in '74, and that pretty much wiped out Darwin. It was, you know, pretty much structurally wiped out. I mean, there was lots of deaths as well. I think about 70 people died, but, you know, it was just terrible, terrible time. And it was on Christmas Eve. It happened in 1974, so it was kind of a shock to Darwin and the nation. I remember um, they had a... The People were donating money left and right for it because it just just sort of cut to everyone's heartstrings that it would happen on Christmas Eve, you know. They woke up and the Darwin was gone. So my brother went up there in 1975 um, to work. It was, you know, they needed people up there to help rebuild. And he was a technician. um, And they just needed anybody with a qualification of some sort to just come up and try and rebuild. So he was young. And it was, you know, an exciting thing to do, so he went went up there. And then one of my other brothers went up there, I don't know whether it was, how, how many years later, whether it was a year later or more, I, don't, I can't remember, because I was only young, and he went up there as well. So they both um, um, settled there uh, for quite a number of years. And one of my brothers is still up there. Um, he had a family up there, and so I would go up there quite a lot, um... And I went up there once with my mother when I was about... I might have been about 10, I think. And back then, when you travelled... This was from Sydney. So when you travel to Darwin, you couldn't get a direct flight. I don't think they even existed. If they did, they were probably very expensive. So we got on what was called the milk run, which would just stop everywhere. And it went from Sydney to... I think it was Adelaide. It could have been Melbourne, but I think it was Adelaide. Sydney to Adelaide. And then it was from Adelaide to Alice Springs. And then from Alice Springs to Catherine. And then Catherine to Tennant Creek. or well, it might have been vice versa. I can't remember which one comes first. But then Tennant Creek and then Darwin. So it was like three, four, I don't know, how I many is that? Four stops or something. So it took forever. And I used to get air sick, of course. <laughs> Car sick, all those sort of things as a kid. And I just, when I got off the plane, I just threw up. It was just an awful flight for me, but I vividly remember that. But, um, now I'd go up quite a lot. I um, haven't been up for quite a few years now, but when my nieces were young, I'd go up and visit, you know, see them grow up as well, you know. So, um... So Darwin is an interesting place to go. Um, Darwin itself is just a city. I mean, there's, there's, there's things to do in Darwin itself. I mean, you go to the night markets and you go to the fish feeding. I always remember the fish feeding was great. You'd, you'd go along this wharf and they'd give you some sort of fish food. I don't know what it was now. And the fish would come in. Obviously, someone used to feed them and there'd, there'd tons of them, all different types of fish would come in and you'd be feeding them. It was really amazing. Um, And there's various other things to do in Darwin, but a lot of it is outside, just outside of Darwin, like Kakadu National Park. You go there and um, I remember we went on a crocodile on a boat um, where they had the jumping crocodiles. They'd feed the crocodiles and they'd jump up out of the water. I tell you now, I'd never go in a little dinghy or canoe along a crocodile-infested thing and feel safe because, honestly, they can jump those crocodiles. But, um, oh, there might have been alligators... No, I think Crocodile, I'm not sure. Either way, they've got both of them up there. Um, but they, they jump up quite high to get this food. Um, but Kakadu is nice, nice area to go. And then there's um, oh, Litchfield Falls Park. Oh, I can't remember the names. But there's various beautiful spots, um, really beautiful. If you go up the right time, where it's a bit greener and not so dry, you... You'll um, experience um, some beautiful scenery and things like that, experience a bit of the Australian outback. Alice Springs as well. I've never actually um, been to Alice Springs, so I I can't uh, tell you about Alice Springs. That's near, like Ayers Rock or Uluru, they call it now, is um, near um, Alice Springs. That's where a lot of people come in. So And then you've got um, western or northern east, northeast of Australia is a lot of tropical sort of zone as well and you experience like um, Cairns and things like that, some beautiful rainforests and all that sort of thing. So it's an inter- interesting, if you want to stay warm, you can stay on the north, in the north, um, even in winter and you'll, you'll be fairly warm. Um, if you want to experience the cold, if you want to experience some skiing or anything like that, you can come south during the winter and have fun with the cold. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's coming into the cold and although I'm not looking forward to it much, I I sort of just, I suppose, put up with it. As long as I'm warm, the house is warm and I'm rugged up when I go outside, um, I'm okay. Um, we get a lot of extreme heat and extreme cold where we are. So in the summer it can get up to 40 degrees, 42 Celsius. Um, but this year, yeah, we had, we tend to have like a... A week or two. Yeah this we actually went for a wee- whole week we just had this heat wave. It was quite hot up in the late 30s, 40s sort of temperatures so that was a bit much. I don't mind it every now and then every day but when it goes on for days it can get a bit much but because I don't really have, I don't have air conditioning in my home. Um, we have uh, just f- fans because you know it'll get hot but you just put a fan on for a bit but when you've got those sort of heat waves you kind of really wish you had an air conditioner at that point. I, I like for weather, I like, always like Sydney. Sydney's got the best weather for me. I It's just a nice, I mean it can get extreme again but it's never consistently extreme. Um, it can It can get cold but it's never really really cold and get hot for quite a bit though. Um, it'll have its few days where it's can get stinking hot, but otherwise it's got a very moderate sort of weather uh, during the year. so I quite like Sydney for weather. Anywhere on the sort of south east coast of Australia is nice, nice, like if you somewhere near the beach, there they've got some beautiful spots along the south of Australia. so quite good. So, I'm talking, as I said, on my own here. So I'm just going to my iPhone keeps um, shutting down. So I'm actually recording and I just got to turn this on first so I can see where I'm at. So I'm at 12 minutes in the podcast. But this, um, what I'm using to record, I'm just testing really, because this is the first time I've used it, but I'm using my iPhone to record. And I have bought a microphone called a Boya. I think it might be called an MM1, I'm not sure. I'll have all the details of all these things I'm using on the website. So you can just go to asmrhq.com and look for the podcast link at the very top in the menu bar and then find this podcast number and I'll put photos and things of what I'm using. But it's really quite neat, assuming it works nicely. But So it's, I've got this little um, thing, it's called a Ulanzi and it is an iPhone holder so i can put my iphone into it and it keeps it in there nicely and so i don't have to actually hold the iphone itself and it also has a um, section at the top where you can slip in a like you could put in whatever you like like a flash or a i I'm um, putting the microphone in there it just slots in so i don't because otherwise the microphone would just the microphone plugs in to the iphone and that would just flop around. So this holds it up there and then I've pinched the handle from the um, Zoom H4n I've got. There's a screw in handle that you can have and that goes into the bottom of that Ulanzi thing. So I'm just holding on to the handle and talking through the microphone. So it's really quite neat. And then I found a voice recording software. I think it's called Voice Recorder but I, again I'll put that in, the, in the, on the website on the podcast page for this. Um, it's uh, there was a free version which I did download and I did a sort of a um, quick recording of a podcast which I obviously trashed now but um, just to see how it would work and it did record, even though it was free, it did record the full, I think it was 15 minutes or something or 17 minutes of the podcast but the only thing is I couldn't share it so I could only le- it could only be... Because I wanted to put it up onto my Mac, transfer it to my Mac, so I could add the intro and, and that sort of thing and edit anything that needed editing if it did. Um, but it wouldn't let me do that because you have to go and buy the Pro version. So I thought, oh, what the hell, I'll buy it. It's only five ninety nine. so I bought it. So I'm glad I did because it looks pretty good. So, so far, so good anyway. So, and it recognised the microphone straight away. I didn't have to work things out. I just plug the microphone in. It goes into the headphone sort of jack part. I plugged it in there and it just seemed to work straight away really really good. I'm glad I bought this little microphone because they were recommending it on YouTube. A lot of people recommended it. So I usually go and check the reviews to see what works and what doesn't. So seems to be good. It has a little, um, what do you call the little wind protector? I've forgotten the name of it. Kitten something cat something. <laughs> Um, I can't think of the name of it. So that protects, like if you're out in the wind, it'll protect the microphone and and stop it from getting that um, wind sound on the microphone. So it's pretty neat, actually. So this will be nice if we're out and about, you know, um, and we want to do a podcast outside. The only problem is that, like I'm talking quite close to this microphone, so whether that... You know, when there's two people involved, unless we're both sitting right up next to the microphone, it may not work. So, But it's nice for a single person, I guess, to talk if they're just talking on their own. So it's pretty good. So other than that, I'm not sure what else to discuss. If Wanda was here, I'm sure she'd have a lot to say. She's good at conversation. Um, so I know everybody loves to hear Wanda's voice. She's got a really nice voice, especially for ASMR. Um, And I won't be able to play any games now that she's away. We've been playing board games. What we do is, because we have an online business, I come up to her house during the week and um, come up every day and we will work for the day and then we'll usually stop whenever we want to stop. And In the past, we'd we'd sort of just stop and have a cup of tea and maybe a bit of chocolate and sit down and just look at our iPads and that's about it. And we thought, well, this is silly. We've been sitting on a computer all day and now we're going to sit and stare at another computer. So why don't we do something different? And Wanda had been playing games with her grandkids. She'd been playing guitar and... um, What was the other one? There was another one. Anyway, but... um, and she enjoyed that, so we thought, oh, well, we'll get some games. I think one of her, her grandson-in-law gave her a game to play as well, and we played that, we thought, oh, this is great. We need to get some games. So that's what we did, and now between the two of us, we've got about 40 games already, and we'll just play them in the afternoon, you know, before we finish for the day sort of thing. We've been having a lot of fun with that. So you, if you haven't already, you can check our last couple of videos I think we've been talking about. One was where we did a game run through of playing a game and the one before. I'm not sure whether we discussed board games in that. I'm not sure, but I'm sure you'll hear more of that from us. You'll have to let me know what you thought of the gameplay run through one. Whether you want more of those or whether you'd rather we didn't. I mean, just just be honest. We need some feedback on it. We love the feedback. So just say what you, what you want and what you don't. But other than that, we've um, been having fun with the games. They're really, really enjoyable. And um, we've been playing things like Ticket to Ride, um, Pandemic. And what else? We've got Concordia. I don't know if any of you are board gamers, but you might recognize some of these names. Um, Santorini. um, What else is there? Arboretum. Um, Quite a few there. Through the Ages. Really love that. You can get that as an app as well. Although, if you haven't played it, it, might take a while to get the hang of as the app. I mean, the the app is pretty amazing. They've done a great job of transferring it over to an app from a board game. Actually, a lot of these games you can get as app, like apps like Ticket to Ride. You can get that as an app. Um, pandemic, even I think. So quite a few of them. It's um, getting popular um, board games. So we're on Instagram for board game, Our board game divas. If you look for us there, you'll see we've only just sort of started. Um, we've got about 700 followers at the moment but um, we love taking photos of the games and just putting them up and talking about them. So you can have a um, see us there and we've also got a YouTube channel, Board Game Divas, although we don't have a lot of time to do much there but we've got a few videos up and we'll hopefully get more. But um, yeah, so we're having a lot of fun with that. So you have to tell us about your hobbies too. I'm quite happy if you leave comments on our website. If you find the podcast that we're talking about here and you can just go and leave a comment there, uh, tell us what you'd like to hear, what you'd like us to record. We've still got the list of things that people have suggested and when Wanda comes back, we'll be getting into those. So um, if you've already made a request, don't worry, we've, we've got it there. Um, but other than that, I think that might be it for this podcast. Probably by the time the next one comes, Wanda will be back. She's only away for a couple of weeks or so. Um, If I've got time, I will definitely do another podcast before then. But I think a lot of you would probably want Wanda's voice. Um, She's got an awesome voice. Okay, so otherwise, I'm finished for now. And thank you for listening and see you next time.